another production from Solid Gold Podcasts. And it's another week, which means it's another time for the latest news and views from South Africa and abroad. Brought to you by me, Melanie Walker, here in Johannesburg, and the delicious Jenny Baxter, all the way from Antibes in France. And good morning to you, Jenny. Morning, Mal. How are you? No, fantastic. I mean, you know, um, the weather in Johannesburg, as we always say, and people who are overseas always say, oh, my gosh, if you live in Johannesburg, you know, winter's not that bad. Yes, but it is cold. Mm. Let's be honest. Um, uh, walking on the Sprat on when, uh, Sunday, uh, this last Sunday, and it was pouring with rain on Sunday. It was like the most bizarre thing. Um, so whether it has to do with climate change or not, or maybe we were just being blessed by a last little bit of rain to keep our gardens going. I saw some photos we were sent in the Drakensberg with the snow, so it's definitely getting cold in some places. Uh, those Cape Tonians keep on leaving the fridge doors open, what can we say? All right, <laughs> there we have it. Right, what, what is some good news that you've had coming up on the site this week? I think the best news is the elephants. I don't know if you've been following it. There were 11 elephants that have been moving over the last three weeks or so from southern Mozambique up through mm-hmm. Iswatini into South Africa and on their way home to the Kruger kind of thing. Really beautiful. Everybody's been getting involved, raising awareness and raising money to help them because they are going to need vets and everything. But they have finally got to the Kruger Elephants Alive, which has mainly been covering this, is hoping that the Kruger will maybe just put the fences down for a a little while just to let the elephants, you know, get through easily. But at the moment, Mm -hmm. it looks like, and I think it's the Kruger, but I've written to them, we haven't got the confirmation yet, but we've seen photos of helicopters, big translocation trucks that have been going Mm -hmm. in, and at least four of the elephants have been translocated safely back into the Kruger. Trailblazer is there, who's the main one, and that's how they've known where these 11 are because Mm. Trailblazer has a tracking monitor thing. Um, But it's an even bigger story than the big China one that made news international news last year because the Chinese, the, the Asian elephants, they walked 500 kilometers, and these Southern African elephants have walked 700 kilometers. Just to get home. That's quite far. Yeah. Well, I, I love that. Hopefully that, um, you know, people will just leave them alone. And, and what brought it home for me this week as well was a couple of days ago, a friend of mine who has a game farm somewhere in Africa, um, sent me a little video. They found this pangolin curled up in a nice, neat little ball next to a road. And all I sent him back was after he sent all these pictures, I said, I hope you moved it somewhere that nobody's going to find it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, <laughs> so he said, no, so they have, they really relocated it and hopefully it just won't go back to where they found it in the first place yeah. so I love the fact that there's so many people out there and I'm quite glad that one of my daughters going into um, game ranging and conservation so you know yeah. we should get more and more people involved in it not just from the point of view of you know getting putting some money into it here there and everywhere but I mean my daughter was saying that there's somebody on her course who's 65 years old so obviously retired thinking well I'm too young to retire and has signed up to become a game ranger which fantastic. I think is amazing that's fantastic yeah. and, and 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 some other good news I don't know if you saw mm-hmm. this week on SA people that the Kruger National Park or Sand Parks has announced 
370 million is going to be spent on giving the Kruger an upgrade this year, sort of a facelift. So a lot of camps and yeah, it's. I think that was one of our most popular stories. People, you know, lots of South Africans and South Africans abroad love going to the Kruger, so they're very excited. The camps mm. are going to be a little. A little better. They've sort of fallen into a bit of disrepair. Some even burnt down. So I can't so remember when I last went to the Kruger. I mean, I think I've been to Mabula. It's about the only place I've been to, apart from some other smaller game farms, but not like the you know big ones around the country. Not just up in um, kind of the northern part of the country. But I don't. I think the last time I went anywhere close to the Kruger was actually with you many many years oh, ago when we went to Thornybush. That? Oh, that yeah. was divine. And we made that French guy eat those mapani worms. <laughs> oh, but they were tasty. I don't know what people have an issue with with Mohani words. If you haven't eaten them, they just taste like a bit of burvos in, in, in um, chakalaka. No, it was divine. In fact, now that I think about it, I think it wasn't the worms that affected him. It was that he never drank alcohol because the French aren't <laughs> quite like us South Africans. And he that's what really got him. Was, yeah, was the alcohol? Oh. What was it like? Cape velvet or amarula or something amarula. in the middle of the bush, first yeah. thing in the morning, keeping warm. Yeah, that was so. <laughs> no, I mean, fun. if people haven't, if people ever get the chance just to go into the bush, I always think it's a great thing to do, just to get away from things, reset your body, your circadian rhythms come into a different um, thing. You know, because you, you what are you going to do? Okay, you can stay up all night and look at fires, but basically there aren't any big lights around, so you can. Just chill and reset and wake up with the birds. Although so I'm not beautiful. too fond of that. <laughs> anyway. hey, okay, know, so that's um, fantastic. And, and, and also, since we're in the Kruger, um, mm-hmm. there was also a very popular video this week taken by, I have to get his name right because his safari company has the same name, Rodney Nombakana. Mm-hmm. So, so he was in the Kruger and it was kind of sunset. People are leaving the camp or going into the camp, you know. And these four huge lions, all male, so gorgeous looking, you know, the full mane and, mm, um, mm, mm. and they're just walking down the road so majestically. It's, it's the best video ever. Of I think I saw that one, yeah. Lines. And, and yeah. a lot of people have said, oh, how sad that there were so many cars. But as Rodney pointed out, this isn't normal. It was because they were right outside the camp. People were trying, they weren't trying to see the lions. They were actually trying to get in or out of the camp. And the lions I did hear about that, yeah. yeah. <laughs> they, wouldn't, they couldn't get out, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Fantastic though. And, and as he said, most of the Kruger, you know, does not have roads. So, so mm. the wildlife do have a lot of wild space. And the yes, Kruger needs our money, you know, after the all pandemic. Of the, all of the safari camps need our money. Yeah. And that's why, I mean, I think for locals, they've been putting their prices down somewhat. And oh, I love going to tented camps. And I see that the, I can't remember which tented camp it was. I mean, they've dropped their prices for like, Four people staying in a tented camp for three days by from like twenty seven thousand rand to nine thousand rand. Oh, thank you. Which is like quite a big drop. That's a, a two thirds off. Anyway, so go out there and support it, and let's um, get some more money in to save our animals, our dwindling animal resources. So, what news have you got for expats? I'm looking here, yeah. and I'm, I'm wondering how Amber Heard yes. um, has anything to do with expats because there is a fabulous south african tiktoker um Mm -hmm. her name is sammy hall and her tiktok channel and facebook whatever is sammy hall says and she's really funny she has done a video for amber heard Mm 
on how to pretend cry properly because <laughs> <laughs> she reckons that oh, during Lord. the court case okay. with Johnny Depp, um, Amber was sort of doing her tears, rubbing here instead of here, and there were no tears. And <laughs> so, yeah, however, we do need to just say that um, we do care about abused people, male and female. Yes. It's just that Sammy Hall has done a very funny video. You know, I'm taking much the same kind of view on this whole situation as I did with the um, Oscar Pistorius thing, is that I don't have an opinion one way or the other. Yeah, and I try and stay have- away from watching this stuff as much as possible. The reason being is that the only people who know what happened like in Oscar's case, it was just Oscar. Mm. And in this case, it's Johnny and Amber. The fact that it's being dragged through the press, I think, is just absolutely appalling. I think The fact that it becomes a sideshow for everybody else when it's an actually a very personal thing is also appalling. However, the one thing I have whenever people are going, oh, whose side are you on this, that, and the other? We, and, and it's amazing how everybody's on Johnny Depp's side. So as I said, I'm not going to say one way or the other. But I said what happens is that the, all too often – when the Me Too movement started, you had all of these people who started going, Me Too, I also was abused. And then you find out that all that happened is some guy tried to kiss them, they didn't like that, and the next thing, they go and splash it all over Twitter how this person has been so awful to them because they made an unwanted advance, so they saw it as sexual persecution. And then that person got persecuted to the stage where they actually – Kind of like, you know, we're, we're afraid of their life, for their life, because the people were saying, Oh, we're going to find you and we're going to beat you up. How dare you behave like this? So I think a lot of women have actually done a big disservice to those people who have actually really been abused. That's yes. the only thing I, I have to say 100% about it. I 100% agree with you. However, yeah. some of the people actually were affected because when they said no to those advances, uh, they then didn't get the jobs they were meant to get or whatever. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. But otherwise, but some of them, you. it was just like, I'm going to, I'm also going to jump on the bandwagon and have my 15 minutes of fame. Um, that's the way I see it. So maybe I'm just a little bit too cynical. What can I say? <laughs> okay. So what other news have you got for expats? Well, we had an interesting thing this week. We get a lot of queries from people or they will CC us in on their queries to the embassy, to the mm-hmm. embassies around the world. And, and by CCing us, it, it often escalates, um, their email getting attended yeah. to. But in this case, um, the woman's father has got cancer and she wasn't getting any responses since February. So finally, I don't normally do this, but finally I did actually send it to someone. And that person has given us some good tips for anybody who doesn't know where their passport is. You know, if you've waited six months and you still haven't heard about your passport, inevitably it has gone to your spam folder. So check that. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. but we'll have some other tips on the, on the site, particularly for the London embassy on you know, the embassy in London. You know, on, there are particular days where you actually can go in and check particular times, et cetera. Okay. So, so well, talking about stuff. passports, I mean, I went, to, I went to go and collect mine and I'm going to give a big ups, yeah. a huge big ups to the Home Affairs, Department of Home Affairs in Randburg for firstly, yes, you have to queue for a couple of hours. And if you're trying to get a passport done here in South Africa, don't go online. Just go to your nearest DOHC. Okay. You might have to stand there for a while. So take some time out. It was fairly seamless when we went in to actually, you know, apply for the passports. Four days later, we got the SMS saying passports are ready. <gasps> we went in. We were there for 
I think we were there for 15 minutes and the people there were just so helpful and so lovely. So big ups to them. Oh, you're so Randberg, lucky you rock. in the SA. Yeah, if only the embassies around the world could get hooked up on the same system, it would be yeah. incredible. Yeah, no, it's, 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 it's working. Someday, someday it's, it's going to happen. As they would say, gangani, gangani, kozulunga. Slowly but surely, it'll all be all right. You should know that because you come from Zululand. Uh, okay. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you do. You come from Sharkers Rock, for goodness sake. You should know that. Okay. And then you've also got here, sporting-wise, Chad Leclos. What's he been up to? He has just been selected for the team that's going to the World Champs in Budapest. That's next month. Mm-hmm. So anybody in Hungary... Honestly, if I wasn't hungry, I would go along. It's, you know, Matthew Sates is going to be there, who we've spoken about a lot, the young teenager. Chad, this is his seventh time representing South Africa at the World Champs. So, and and, and it's just a gorgeous young team of the new up-and-comings. So, Good. Faton Flippy. Flip, 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 flip. Go for it, boy. We're, we're behind you 100%. Not as fast, obviously, but anyway. All right. So what news have you got from, <laughs> sorry, what news have you got from expats um, around the world? I don't know if you saw John Steenhuisen's debriefing once he got back from Croatia, uh, from Croatia, mm-hmm. from Ukraine. Um, that place, yes. Yeah. I, I found one of the f- funniest things he said was, he said how beautiful it is that the people in Ukraine are already rebuilding. Like, you know, mm. with, within days of thing, of horrific things happening, they team together and they clean up. And he, you know, he said that was amazing to witness. What he mm. also noticed in his week in Kiev was that there was no, um, Load shedding. Um, so, you know, even, <laughs> even there, in the middle of a war, they don't have load shedding. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and then I, uh, also, this isn't South African, but the South Africans loved the video that we posted. It was really sweet. There's a little dog, a little Jack Russell in Ukraine who, um, since February has sniffed out 200 explosives. So a pretty phenomenal little soldier. And mm. he was awarded a Medal of Courage by President Zelensky. So, okay. Didn't I hear something that Bono was over there playing in a railway station or something on his birthday? Correct. Yeah. Correct. Lots of people are there. Canadian yeah. Prime Minister was there. Angelina Jolie, as we said last week. Yeah. So, so, yeah, let's get behind and hope that there's a speedy resolution to this. But, um, also somebody else who was traveling overseas, um, of course was our dear friend Darren Bergman. And I see he posted something, was it today or yesterday about the treatment that they received from Lufthansa on the way coming back? Yeah. What, so he mm. was on that plane. I did see that post. It was just the way that the, the, the Jewish people were being treated which was crazy. So if you do follow Darren Bergman, go and have a look at that. And I mean, I'm I'm thinking in this day and age, things are getting even more polarized again. So I think it's time not just for South Africans, as I'm always saying, to pull together, but for the rest of the world to actually get their acts together as well. It's interesting you say about polarizing because Elon Musk said yesterday, and you you were right last week, that the deal actually isn't quite closed yet. Mm -hmm. So Elon Musk said that he would, um, you know, if it all goes through, he will unban Donald Trump because he said that. He <laughs> Why? Said, well, this is what he said talking about polarizing is he said that since Donald Trump was, was, uh, banned, it mm. polarized people and Donald Trump is now setting up his own platform, blah, blah, blah. But I kind of disagree. I think that Trump was polarizing people on Twitter. Exactly. Before he was banned. That was the whole point of banning him. So 
kind of kind of look the whole thing is you look at this and you think how how is there so much stupidity in the world that's all i have to say i'm not going to say who <laughs> not, not so queer as folk. All right, what local news, good news have we got? Um, there is a gorgeous kid in Hillcrest at Highbury Prep who has started. Of course, this, that's in KwaZulu Natal, isn't it? Uh, yes. <laughs> KZN boy. And because mm-hmm. they've had the recent floods, he has started this thing called Jar of Hope. And mm-hmm. he filled up a jar, and we've got it on the site exactly what you need. It's basically rice and and, and a, a cereal and a, mm. a bunch of food I think things. I've told you about that as well before. Yeah. Um, the ones where you do it with rice and a stock cube yes, and some and beans and lentils. Top. and yeah. Yes. And so, so he filled it up, and people at his school joined in. They filled up 16 jars. Gave them to Project Hope SA, who were able mm-hmm. to distribute food to 160 little school children who've been affected by the floods. So they are now saying, Project Hope is now saying, please, any schools around the country, do you want to challenge Highbury? Mm. Can you come up with more than 16 jars? So, and you can do it not just in a jar, you can also put them into Ziploc bags. Oh, and then they, they put yeah. that into a pot if they have a pot. And um, we have a lady but, yeah. on the site who said she's got a lot of jars if anybody needs spare jars. Oh, fantastic. Yeah. All right, yeah, because, I mean, that that for me was just one of the easiest things, and we've been doing it for the last couple of years, also helping people who had no food during lockdown, et cetera, et cetera. So it's just yeah. such an easy thing, and it costs hardly anything. If you think about how much you pay for a packet of rice, a packet of split peas, all the dried veggies, lentils, yeah. I mean, they're all quite cheap, yeah. okay? Stock cubes, you can buy like stock powder in, in bulk and then you send that through and then they all they have to do is just add hot water. That's fantastic. And, the, That's and the way then to also go. I think it's really lovely, uh, the city of Ecolini in, uh, mm-hmm. in Gauteng, um, mm-hmm. they've started a two week campaign where you can, they've made all these different drop off points and you can donate. For the people down in KwaZulu Natal. So, I mean, it's really lovely when you see other cities showing their yeah. support, you know. Oh, that's what I said. Come together. Yeah, yeah. And actually, the Beatles today, had it right. today um, there's this Jonathan Jan- Professor Jonathan Jansen, Free State, used to be Free State, top guy, chancellor. Yeah, whatever they called <laughs> that thing. <laughs> He's not the headmaster. Premier. Yeah, cha- How about a, I think it's a, a premier was at a university or what? A university. I think they called chancellors. Anyway, he yeah. used to be. He wrote in 2013 this brilliant My South Africa. I don't know if you remember mm. it. And it was mm. all about his South Africa being this place that does come together and everything. Every now and then it goes viral again. And right now, this week, it's going viral again, which, which is, which is, Good. is, is, is great. The, that's the wave that people are now climbing onto, surfing. Good. Let's all do it. Let's surf together, Brie. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Langkool, except Brie. <laughs> okay, so also talking about Langkool, because we're going surfing, like, you know, let's talk about the Cape Townians and there's all that wonderful stuff. I saw um, an ad, I don't know if it's been placed on, on TV yet, with um, it's for an insurance company or investment company with a whole bunch of older people living their best lives. And I saw in the one part of it where they're, they're in this lovely old, like, 50s open-top car, like a pink Cadillac, but not pink, driving along. And I'm sure it's Chapman's Peak with all the cars stuck behind it. And immediately I started thinking about, 
you know, the pick and pay ad, the little beetle that had all the cars because of the Mercedes Benz, you know, the car that takes the Benz and then yeah. the BM, the being stuck behind a BMW who was doing something else. And then of course Land Rover came in and they're like, Oh, well, the Land Rover went off the cliff, but it can come back up again. <laughs> so it just reminded me of that whole thing. But yeah. the interesting thing was. Yeah. The music they had on it, and they kept on saying, what is it that you don't, maybe don't like about this ad? I said, well, because I just keep thinking about cigarettes, because they used the music from Peter Stuyvesant Travel. Remember that? Whenever they used to go. And I was just saying, um, as older people, and you're aiming this, I'm, it's I'm triggering. sure, younger people, but immediately <laughs> I'm just thinking you're, you're selling cigarettes. <laughs> so you must yeah, change the music. Yeah. And, and but, um, Chapman's Peak is, is having a birthday, isn't it? It is. It's a hundred years old this year. We'll have all the details, but basically they're doing a hundred days of giveaways, um, mm-hmm. all, all kinds of programs. Um, and we've got some fabulous photos of Chapman's Drive, which is. Oh, it just is so scenic, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, really one of the best. And hopefully it stays open for many years to come, although they have to close it every now and then when they have the rock falls, but that's one of those things. (laughs) And I see that Leon Schuster's been up to some stuff as well. Um, Mr. Bones, you know, Leon Schuster making everyone. What's this called? Funny people? Yeah, that's, yeah. yeah. That was the original, wasn't it? But Mr. Bones 3, I don't know if you've seen it yet. It's called Son of Mm -mm. Bones. It came out in April, and before last weekend, it had already made over four million rand. And this weekend, it's in the top five South African movies. So it's obviously made even more money, which is which is really phenomenal. And then he had some slightly different news, which is that his mother sadly passed away on Sunday on on Mother's Sorry, Day. Sorry, Leon. And, Sorry, Leon. And she was a hundred years old. And when he he witnessed something that he said was a miracle and that has just, you know, made him see God. In fact, he had this lovely um, quote, which is, Afrikaans is groot, maar mm-hmm. Jesus is groter. So, well done on the Afrikaans there, Jen. Thank <laughs> <laughs> you. I was going to say, I forget nothing, but I forgot what forget is. I forget nothing. I forget nothing. I forget nothing. I forget nothing. <laughs> yes, yeah, olifant, nie. The olifants are starting the Kruger. <laughs> okay. Yeah, we'll just throw, we'll hoi die taal as well, because why not? We can. This is, that's what's so nice. As I said, you know, it's coming together. Like South Africans, we, we have 11 languages. We should at least speak three of them. I saw one of the actresses actually from Leon's movie has moved mm-hmm. to America a couple of months ago. And she said one of the things that she's missing the most is that you have to stay in one traffic lane for language. You know, so you're only speaking English, whereas in South Africa yeah. you could you could swap traffic lanes in the middle of a sentence. I often wonder what people overseas think when they hear one person speaking in Afrikaans and the other one speaking in English, and you're having yeah. a full-on conversation, but they can only understand one side of it. But you know, here, <laughs> I love it. Here, here in France, it's exactly like that. You've got kids at schools here; they speak a total mixture of French, German, Italian, English, mm. Spanish. You know, so I think Europe's a little similar. But North yeah. America, maybe not. 
And then you, here you have people like me only swearing in Italian. Okay, so what have we got that's coming up on the way of entertainment? I know you always tell me what I should be watching, and I've been stuck with BritBox and watching Poirot, um, uh, and I, I find that very amusing. <laughs> no, you're allowed to. I, I think I haven't watched it yet, but I just saw that Working Moms is back on Netflix. It's not South African, mm-hmm. but it is risque and, and kind of a lot of moms can relate to a lot of it. But mainly check the site. It's Africa Month and there are a lot of Africa related movies and documentaries on both Netflix and Showmax and on Showmax International. So fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. Support, support local culture. Support, support. Indeed. We need to. I mean, one of the, the, areas that got really badly hit obviously during the last couple of years was the entertainment industry so i'm pretty glad that they they're opening up and i see the theaters are coming back into full force again and i'm glad to see some of our top what do you call them not seats um what do you call actors Thespians, there we go. But then there was also a very sad story. I don't know if you remember Kevin Feather. He did a lot of kind of like uh, music reviews and things like that. And he's, he's taken a very hard knock and he's been in hospital, had to have fluid brained off, uh, drained off his brain. So I'm wishing him a very speedy recovery. And hopefully the, the, there's a theater group, which actually kind of, you know, you can put money towards if you, um, support through my school. Or my charity that, you know, those cards that you get, you can actually put money into the actors, um, support group as well. So, you know, look, look to supporting people who are trying to make some money through entertaining you. Not just on the small screen. I'm talking about in real life as well. Okay. So what have you got coming up on the site for next week? What's your big story going to be? It is a South African expat. It's called, um, he's, he's written a book in three parts, a colored in full flight. And it's, is he a rainbow? (laughs) No, but he was bullied terribly in, Mm -hmm. in SA and, and it's, it's his revelations and, and his healing. It's a, it's a beautiful healing journey in the end. Yeah. Okay. Fantastic. Yeah. Was he at a private school? I don't have all the details. I'm sorry. Oh, okay. Not yet because yeah. you still want to write the story. Can, yeah, okay. I can tell you next week. <laughs> Let me not put you on the spot. All right. <laughs> Jenny, always a pleasure. And of course, for those who have joined us, please, if you know of any good stories or people doing good deeds, either here in South Africa or people abroad who are doing things to help people who need the help here in South Africa, please let Jenny know. You can get hold of her on sapeople.com or on Facebook, of course, which is a very busy site. If you're wondering how to post, all you need to do on Facebook, because I know a lot of people are not particularly au fait, older people, of course. Um, I'm sorry, guys, but, you know, we have to actually stop being Luddites. You just go across and you'll see where it says posts and you'll be able to post there. So if you go on just to the original thing, you'll see, oh, I can't post anything here. You have to go across on the little menu sideways. Okay. Remember that. Oh, interesting. Jenny, I didn't know that because I see something different because oh, I'm okay. logged in as an admin. Because you logged in and it's yeah, your thing, okay. yeah. I will move that post thing to a, a more visible place. Yeah. So just to have a look and look at posts and then you'll be able to actually post something on there. Okay. I know that um, some people are like, I don't know how to do that. Yeah, no. We, and we get <laughs> things saying, oh, have you banned us because we can't post anymore? And I'm like, oh, no. Yeah, I know. You have <laughs> now, to go across. Now I understand. Okay. Thank you, All right, Mal. we'll have a fantastic week. We'll that. catch up with you again next time. Don't forget, sapeople.com. Bye, Thanks, Jenny. Melanie. Bye. You've been listening to another production from Solid Gold Podcasts.